to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season six, episodes nine and ten, What's It Feel Like to Be a Ghost? And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summaries? Yes, I can. Okay, part one. Craig's back in town for a music festival, and Manny can't help picking up right where they left off. Craig's embracing the rock star lifestyle, and though everyone else, especially Ellie, thinks he's amazing, Manny has to decide if this new, dangerous Craig is the same one she loves. JT and Mia couldn't be couldn't be happier as Degrassi's newest cute couple, and everyone's happy for them, except, of course, Liberty. She decides Mia's got to know the truth about JT's past, but will he be able to pick up the pieces of his relationship? So many M dashes in this summary. So many. And some of them are misplaced. It's how <laughs> it's how you keep it. It's like dramatic. pausing for a dramatic effect. Yep. Um, also, what music festival? Was it a festival? He just played a gig. He played one gig. Yeah, I don't know. It was not a festival. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Next part, part two. Two. Ellie thinks all Craig's bad behavior is due to Manny. To help him, she's determined to stay by his side while he's in town. When Craig grabs a spot playing with Taking Back Sunday at, an, at a university concert, Ellie thinks their problems are over. As Jesse begs her to see the truth, Craig spirals out of control. Can Ellie figure out the truth in time to save herself? Derek and Danny are threatened by the Lakehurst goons and learn that they're really out for JT. JT goes to the opposing school and confronts the bullies, especially after he learns Mia's stuck in the middle of the conflict. JT wants to be a man, but has to decide what's really the right thing to do. Um, I like how they called them goons. <laughs> you know why I liked that they called them goons? Because I literally wrote in my note, these fucking goons. <laughs> I called them goons because that's what they fucking are. Oh, they're ridiculous. They're, it, it's just, it's so, it's silly. It's silly. We're going to get into it. So dumb. So, so dumb. Um, But first, let me talk about the episode title. What's it feel like to be a ghost? Yeah. A.K.A. A. This is not an 80s song, people. Surprise, Obviously. surprise. It is a 2006 song by Taking Back Sunday. Probably only named this because they were in the episode. Definitely which, only named fine. this because they were in the episode. And... But let's try. Let's try to relate it to what happened in the Why episode. Why didn't they do it Make Damn Sure? Why didn't they pick one of their other songs? It should have been Make Damn Sure. They mentioned it about a billion times. Because it was like the most popular song for them at the time. Yeah. It might have been, it might have ended up becoming like the biggest song for them. I don't know. I like, this was like the end of that my was Taking their, Back Sunday. That was definitely their biggest song. This was like, like mainstream wise. Yeah. This was like the end of my Taking Back Sunday interest. Like I... Yeah, I fell off after this album. I I didn't even listen to this album. I I, I loved this album. I listened to Make Damn Sure, and I was like, oh, that's a good song. But at, I think at this point, I'd like kind of fallen off of my emo face. Like I was still like a little bit, but mostly I'd fallen off of it. I was yeah, it was definitely nearing the end of my emo music phase. Because let's be real, I never really did the lifestyle. Um, but no, I remember I loved this album. This is the one with like Make Damn Sure, Liar, Takes One to Know One. Mm -hmm. um, like and those are kind of their only two like mainstream big songs in this album. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't think I owned this album. I did. Like I own Tell All Your Friends. Yeah, I own. And Slow Dance on the Inside. Yeah, I have those too. Um, but, and. Is that the name of their other album now? It's going to bother me. 
I'm going to Google. You is keep it? talking. I'm just going to Google. I can picture the album artwork. Me too. And I know that that's a song that's on a the song album. On it. That might not be what it's called. I don't think that's what it's called. It's not Tell All Your Friends. It's oh, no, no. Tell All Your Friends is the name of the album. I was thinking their other album. I know. I know. I was thinking of the other album. Oh, like oh. listing it to try to the process of elimination. You, I'm just going to Google it, dude. I'm just Google it. I have, anyway. I have the power of the internet. Um. Um. Was it louder now? No, that's that. That's the album that. What's it feel like? What's it feel like so, to be a ghost? Is so on. Why can't end? I find this out? Where you want to be? Where you want that's to be? That's called. it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't even talked about the actual episode title. I mean, for real, we could actually do a podcast just talking about emo bands. We could probably do probably. a podcast just talking about those two albums. Yeah. From Taking Back Sunday. Um, but what's it feel like to be a ghost? I know is the opening track on Louder now. <laughs> Anyway, what's it feel like to be a ghost? Maybe it's like Craig is a ghost of himself. Like a ghost from the past is coming back to the grassy. Craig is coming back. I don't know. I don't know. Ghosts are white and so is cocaine. <laughs> and so is Craig. <laughs> um, or maybe it's like foreshadowing for what happens in the next episode. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I think I it's know. literally like, take you back Sundays in this episode. Let's name it this. But it's like, you could have picked a better song. Yeah. they could have. You could have called it Liar Takes One to No One. Yeah. That, that would have been, been a much more fitting episode That would have been appropriate for both the A and B plots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Whatever. I bet the entire song is played underneath this by now. <laughs> That's fine. Frankly, TBS needs the promo. Um, They're touring again, guys. They just had. They have a new album out. I don't care for their new album. I haven't. I literally have not heard. I it. didn't seek it out. I saw them at um, Taste of Chaos, and would and they were awesome. They were really fun, and you know their old stuff was so good. And then they played like a bunch of their new stuff, and I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> Actually, I think I remember listening to their album that came out after louder now and i was like oh no i don't like this like brand new whenever they come out with new stuff it's still good i don't know it's still like within the same area well i mean they they branch out they float around although um i'm a nightmare is like kind of like old brand new it's like a very um uh not deja untendu what's the one before it we're now I'm just drawing, talking about I'm drawing, music. I'm drawing a blank. Um, fuck me. I like that album, too. I can't remember. Whatever. Anyway, we should probably start talking about this episode. <laughs> um, but it starts out with Manny greeting Craig at the airport because he's back. Yeah. And, and I was so excited. Wearing Ray-Bans that he wears throughout the entire episode. And maybe yep. we can just talk about fashion, please. Right away. All right. Um, Marco wears a neck bandana. Oh, boy, of course he does. Uh, Ellie's striped shirt is very, uh, like, eighth grade Ellie. JT's hair is still looking good. Manny's bangs are still looking good. Yes. I like JT's, like, button-up checkered shirt he wears, but he's wearing a necklace I'm not a fan of. Yeah. It's like a hempy necklace. I don't care for it. Uh, Mia, when she goes on the date with JT that she doesn't end up going on, her skirt's really cute. Liberty's makeup is looking really great. Mm-hmm. Her hair is looking pretty good. I also like her jean jacket. Also, I think Mia's wearing a key necklace. Probably. Probably, right? That was a thing. I, yeah. I actually think I had a key necklace at one point. Yeah. 
Um, Sean's tank top is really it's not, showing off them arms. It's not in a tr- it's not a good shirt, but I wrote down Sean should just exclusively wear sleeveless shirts always because his arms are fucking his arms forever. Uh, I think Spinner is still wearing a cross, which is a choice. Interesting. Marco's ponytail is getting a little poofy now. Yeah. He also wears a vest at one point. Oh, boy. Because, of course, he, um, because it's 2007. Speaking <laughs> of hair, Mia, just like Ashley, needs to stop doing the half up thing. Yeah. Because it's like the straight and then curly thing. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Liberty's black blazer and yellow button up shirt looks good on her. But it's like, why are you wearing that <laughs> when she's like in her meeting? She's yeah. trying to be all boss lady. I get it. Yeah. Um, I liked Manny's outfit for the dinner party. Oh, yeah. That was cute. She, she looks cute. She looks and really I liked cute. that her makeup was really minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Epstein shirtless. Hard eyes. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Craig won't stop wearing those goddamn sunglasses. Yeah. He wears those a lot. Well, how else are we going to know that he's a drug addicted rock star now? <laughs> Um, hang on. I'm just going through. Oh, at one point, JT is wearing like a striped shirt that is tucked into his jeans. And I'm not a fan of that. Of course he is. Um, Adam Lazar's hair is bleach blonde. It's so blonde. <laughs> it's so bad. Forgot about that Ugh. phase. Um, that's all I got. I think that's all I got too. Let me just check. Let me just Greg is wearing or Greg. Greg is wearing <laughs> a lot of like busy t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> they're like um, they're like verging on affliction-y, but not quite there. They're like the like the I don't even know what they are, but there's a lot happening. A lot of like old English lettering and weird designs. There is a lot happening. Um and I liked Ellie's outfit when she went to say goodbye to Craig. It was a good, like, casual, but still, like, don't forget my face, but also never call me again. You know? Perfect. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Um, but, so, Manny is greeting Craig at the airport because he's in town again from his tour because I guess he has a gig or something. And I actually really like their banter. It's cute. They're, yeah. like, actually pretty cute. I liked it a lot. I wrote down the same thing. I'm like, this is actually very sweet. I'm kind of loving this. Like, I, I like, I like the back and forth, and they like are so happy, and I'm just like, oh, you guys. Um, and then the next scene, he's just like performing for everybody in Marco's living room, and I'm like, this is super douchey. <laughs> and Manny so, is like not having any of it. No, she looks super pissed. It is douchey. I used, I just, mm, it just reminded me of people that I used to know that would like go to parties and like play their acoustic guitar yeah it's the worst like fuck you nobody likes that guy i know i dated one of those guys (laughs) of course you did of course i did (laughs) um but then the next scene it's the next day and craig is helping manny run her lines and he's like giving her notes and he's being very supportive he's like don't doubt your instincts you're great you're awesome wait you're going to your audition let me go with you which i'm like can you do that but 
he's being like a actually a very good boyfriend in the beginning yeah, of this episode. Yeah, he's like they're very cute. He's running lines with her. He's giving her advice. It's just very sweet, and I'm like really and, here for it. And like really empowering her and like giving her a confidence boost. And I'm all for it. Yep. For now. And then we see oh Mia running into the school. Isabella in the stroller. And I'm like, is this allowed? I literally wrote down, are you allowed to have bring your baby to school? I don't think so. And seems she's like, like it's like, not allowed. Like Isabella's sick, so the daycare won't let her go. Is that that's why they she wasn't at daycare, no, right? Or somebody like, was like watch the her. school sent her home. Cause I guess she's in preschool. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, the school sent her home and the daycare's all the way across town. Right. And she's gonna miss her presentation on something. And JT was like, I'll watch her, don't worry, it'll be fine. And Liberty is still like watching them from afar and being very sad about it. Which I'm like, oh yeah. sad. Um and then the next scene, Manny and Craig come back from the audition back to Marco and company's house. And she so apparently uh, auditioned for a show called West Drive, which Ellie mentions is like a melodramatic show with bad writing. And I'm like, is this like in the OC when they like the valley is like the fake OC and is yeah. West Drive like fake Degrassi? I think that that is what they're getting at. Yeah. Because um, later on, Emma makes a comment. That I'll bring up at the time that we get to it. That <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, they're making fun of Degrassi. I love it. Um, and then, But Craig comes back and he's like, she was great. She killed it. It's great. I wish I could be in the room, but you did amazing. And it's still just being very supportive. And, and they start bonding over, like, how much they enjoy, like, what they do. Manny says, I Your wish I could Your favorite weapon. There you go. Sorry. Brand new album. It's going to drive me about. fucking crazy. Your favorite weapon. Shit. It's one of my favorite albums. How did I forget that? Sorry. Further evidence that Kelsey just does not pay attention to I, me when I'm talking. <laughs> listen, I was, I just, I had to know. It was driving me nuts. I get it. Continue. <laughs> and so Manny is talking about how she's like, oh, I wish I could do it again. I just get this great buzz from when I'm performing. And Craig is agreeing and saying yeah that's how I feel when I perform too and they're just like so in sync and bonding over their artistic sensibilities and I'm like I'm not hating it I really like them I like it a lot and we didn't mention um so another reason that Manny's kind of pissed is uh you know she's like kind of insecure about Ellie being smarter than her because um, it's it, the seed starts to be planted when Craig is playing for all of them, like in the living room oh, or whatever. Yeah. And she's and Ellie like calls out like some like Melville reference or whatever that he makes. And he's like, I can't believe you caught that. Oh my god. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then, um, Ellie makes like a mean comment about, about West Drive. About West Drive. And yeah. I was like, Ellie, claws in. <laughs> And so, yeah, but they're all bondy and they're cute and I'm enjoying it. Um, And then we are, then we're at the dot and Liberty approaches Mia, who I think is waiting to meet JT yeah, for a date. JT was like, you owe me a hot date now that I'm going to take care of your baby, which right. I want to do anyway. Yeah. Because I have weird misplaced feelings. <laughs> and then um, Liberty drops 
the bo- basically sits down and is like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no, she starts off with, you look so pretty. And I was like, oh, this oh, is not going to go dear. anywhere good. And she basically, like, casually drops the fact that she gave a baby up for adoption and how she had no choice after JT started selling drugs and blah, 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 and just kind of drops all of this shit onto Mia's lap. And Mia gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like, could not leave faster. Understandably. Which, like, same, girl. And then to- and then Liberty just goes sit- and sits down next to Toby, who's like, oh, boy. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that to- happened. Toby saw her wrath and was like, cool. All right. Yeah. We're just going to keep moving on from this. Um, And then JT goes to Mia's house to see what's happening and mia is mad at him fucking pissed and he's she's like how why didn't you tell me about this like you lied to me um also what about the drugs and is that true and then jt's like they were prescription i'm like like that's like some kind of justification i mean i guess like (laughs) arguably it's better than like selling heroin but right i mean but also it still isn't great they're still i think they're still opiates they're still like yeah he was saying he was selling oxycontin. I know it's still like a pretty um, major felony. Yes. Also, it's like a known gateway to heroin. Yeah. It's not great, JT. Also, he keeps blaming other people. Yeah, he's like, I can believe, like, Liberty told you about this, la la. It's like, okay, you, but you didn't tell Mia about this. Yeah, and then he's like, and her, she and her parents decided to give the baby away. And I'm like, first of all, you originally wanted to give the baby up right. for adoption. You were pissed that she wanted to keep it. And then you selling drugs that didn't have to be a thing that you were going to do. No. Like, you made all of your own choices, also, and they were all dumb. Yeah, and also... Her parents, when they finally told her parents, they were like, all right, well, you're going to stay with us. Like, well, try. like her mom was like, we will help you through this. And then they're like, no, we want to live together. And they like fucking ruined that shit. I mean, they're like they- not in my house. It's like, no, accept the fucking help of your parents. I'm still mad about JT it. JT doesn't have to live with. You. Okay, sorry. This is like last season shit, but, but whatever. I'm still pissed. It's, it's still, still a ridiculous situation. It's dumb. All um, right. Anyway, then the next scene, they're at Craig's concert, and Sean is looking really nice with no sleeves. And We do love no sleeve, Sean. Then, and so Emma, Sean, and Manny arrive together, and Ellie, or Manny's kind of talking about how she's going to go see Craig and just avoid smelly mixed snooty pants, which is what she calls Ellie. Which is like, Which I'm okay. like, fair. And then she goes backstage to find Craig and finds him doing coke. And she is shocked, which understandable. That's a valid thing to see. Super valid. And he kind of plays it off and it's like, all right, we're ready to go. And she's like, I guess so. (laughs) Question. Yeah. Why is Craig always alone? Like, I know that he is a singer songwriter yeah, by himself he and he a manager? have a band, but yeah, exactly. Where the fuck is his manager? Where is his like, representation? He has to have some kind of a team. He's like just by himself. I don't get it. It's it doesn't, really weird. It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. I, I don't know. Maybe he was like going home. He was like coming home for a break. So his people didn't come with him. And then he just happened to like get a gig while he was home because why not? Maybe. I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but, but if he was, ha- if he had a gig, then I feel like the management would still handle it. It yeah. still wouldn't, it wouldn't be like he would just be like, cool, going to drop by for this open mic. Because it wasn't an it open wasn't mic. An open it was mic. like an yeah. actual show. 
I don't know. It was really weird. I don't know. The logistics of this don't make any sense. But yeah, she walks on him doing coke alone, which is there anything sadder than a person <laughs> doing coke by themselves? Sarah, it's like someone doing like Molly by themselves. Like, don't <laughs> don't fucking do a party drug alone. That's, that's a, depressing. That's, that's when you know you have a problem. That's when you know you have a problem. I mean, you, you probably shouldn't do it regardless. Yeah. But like there's literally nothing sadder than somebody doing a party drug by themselves <laughs> in a windowless room. <laughs> It's very depressing. It's, it's a huge fucking bummer. Um, but then the next scene, he is performing, and all of his friends are there. There's a prolonged shot of Spinner just bobbing his head, um, wearing his cross necklace. It's a weird cross necklace because it's not like a cross; it's like a silver square with a cross cut into it. That's super weird. It's super Maybe weird. Maybe he's just still not over Darcy, and he's just wearing it because she gave it to him or something. All right. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. She has bad taste in jewelry, though. I will tell you that. <laughs> it kind of doesn't surprise me. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Yep. Fucking yikes, Craig. But his song is really good. His song is good. He's so good. And then after the set, Ellie comes up and is like, oh, I noticed this reference this time. And she just like gets his music and whatever. Like, okay, And Manny's fine. just kind of like, okay, whatever. But she's also still really freaked out about the coke. Yeah. So she's just like not going to deal with this. Bye. Yeah. So then the next day, J- this is when JT's wearing his like button up tucked into his jeans. And it's really weird. He... They're at he's at school with Mia and she he approaches her and I guess they smooth things over. But then they're talking about how they should start a daycare at Degrassi because like people need it. And it's like, Which, no, like no fucking just Mia needs it. Mia needs it and maybe some of the teachers, but Yeah, but like they all seem to have their daycare stuff handled. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You why would you have a daycare at a middle school slash high school? It's like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. any sense. Why would there you aren't do that? that? Many teen moms. There's just the one, and yeah, like you can't make this for just one. Per- like it's not feasible. Like no. that's expensive. It's an you expensive. You have to hire like childcare professionals to deal with that. You need insurance. You need like extra special insurance to like have small children around yeah. a space. It doesn't make any sense at all. I just I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And they're like. They're like, this is such a great idea. And I'm like, no, it's what a, the fuck? It's a terrible idea. It doesn't make it any, I don't get it. And so, but then we're in the hallway. Manny and Emma are arriving to school. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Manny is wearing a very shiny shirt. It is the shiniest of the shirts. And, but. And Emma's wearing like conflicting patterns all on one shirt, which I is mean, a whole thing. she is. But then Manny is kind of vaguely talking about how she's having issues with Craig and oh, but she starts off by saying because this is when Emma oh. makes that line she starts off by saying she didn't get the part and Emma's like whatever that show is so issue of the week right right and right, I was right, like right, oh right. okay it's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. a like Degrassi. A Degrassi dig yeah and I like when shows do that I think that was funny I like it. I know the OC did it really well with the valley yeah and then they did and then they made fun of Laguna Beach with Sherman Oaks the real valley reality yeah. show <laughs> Oh, I loved it. I miss the OC. Oh, it's so good. Um, But then, so then Manny's kind of vaguely talking about how she's having trouble with Craig. And Emma's like, well, in my experience, like, 
you like the guy, you like have to accept the flaws that come with him. Example, Cameron, comma, Sean. It's like, and Manny's like, well, this is a little different than that. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, for real. But she never really outright says what it is. Well, no, because Emma would immediately be like, okay, you must leave this. Uh, but then she also starts talking about how she, like, how she gets a little insecure around Ellie. I think. Do they talk about that? Um, I'm not sure if she brought it up with Emma. I, I know don't know. They I know that she I think that she brought it up with Craig. I don't think she brought right. it up with Emma. But they're kind of just talking about that. And man, and Emma's like, I mean, you just got to go talk to him. Whatever. And that's kind of the end of that situation. Yeah. And so she does go to Craig and she brings it up. And he's like, I thought you didn't care. And she's like, well, I lied. I'm pissed. And he's like, I've only done it like twice, which yeah, right, bullshit. And he's like, like if you are doing coke alone, you have not done it like twice. twice. Yeah, no. And then and he says like, and it's like when I get nervous, and he's like, it's like my synapses have a party. Like okay, also like, coke is not gonna help your anxiety, bro. No, Um, but she kind of take a Xanax. But she kind of buys it and is like okay and then he tells her about this dinner party that ellie is having and he of wants she is and he wants her to go with him is there she, anything more annoying than an 18 year old having a douchey dinner party oh <laughs> uh, it's like it's like playing adult <laughs> it bums me out something i mean fierce. even yeah it's like even if people our age had a dinner party i'd be like okay like i've been to some dinner parties held by people our age and it's like they're fine yeah but I'm like, I just, okay, I guess. Sure. And, um, but then she's, then she starts talking about how, um, Ellie kind of makes her feel stupid and she doesn't want to go. And then Craig is like, Hey, like, you're not stupid. You're just not technically book smart, but you're smart in like every other way. You're great. You're fine. And I'm like, I know he's being like a liar and a dick but he's still being really sweet to manny i know like he's just he's being very good for her he's just being really bad for himself and True. that's like leading it into being very bad for her exactly you know um which is a bummer yeah but then we are in i guess like a leadership meeting or whatever that liberty is leading with her blazer and oh, the power blazer and this is when JT like proposes its daycare idea and she's like no this is stupid which like agreed which is true she's being entirely reasonable he's like you're just making this personal and like yeah she's definitely jealous and but but she also points out like oh you mean you just want it for Mia like no and if it was a good idea and he just wanted it for Mia okay fine but it's, but it's not. a bad idea it's a terrible idea she's being I mean Liberty is definitely it probably her personal feelings are probably making her especially not want to do it, but it's not feasible. And she mentions like, it, it's like, oh, you just want this for Mia. And also it would take like two years to get this set up anyway. Like, it's like, like, no, this is stupid. She's not even going to benefit from it until it's like too late or I don't know. It's stupid. It's really dumb. Oh, it's so stupid. And then we're at the dinner party and they're being real pretentious. Oh, my God. The conversations being had around this table are, like, so try hard. It's unbelievable. It's 
<laughs> it's just so cringeworthy. It's like it hurts me inside. It's so. It's just. It's so. And then the so they. I don't so even college. remember what they're talking about. And they kind of laugh. And Manny's like, ha, 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 yeah, totally. And they're like, oh, have you read like Rousseau or something like that? I don't remember what they said. I think it was. And Manny's like, oh no, not really. Uh, and then. Marco talks about how they're taking like intro to psych or something and and he's like trying to include her I guess he's like trying to like bring it down to a different level about like let's not talk about like literature and books that Manny hasn't read yeah let's talk about like abstract concepts <laughs> like fine and I don't remember like what they say but uh Manny is like well I hear that I've heard that Woody Allen is like a textbook like uh, neurotic. neurotic yeah I can't remember and which is like not what they were talking about but yeah. not entirely but untrue. like related to psychology I guess yeah, <laughs> but sure. also lol but they're all like awkward and Ellie's like well I have no neuroses which was sarcasm right it had to I, I hope it was <laughs> right it was like it was like self-deprecating yeah because I feel like that's like me saying I have no neuroses <laughs> like it's just across the board untrue. Um, yeah, so I th- it was like sarcasm, and Manny was just like immediately lashed out for some reason. And was like, yeah, I mean, like, if I chased after boys that didn't like me, or I don't remember what she said, like something that. like that. And yeah. was like, oh. But then, and then I love it, then Dylan just says, oh, dear. <laughs> I love Dylan. I love him. And then Ellie uh, But says, then Ellie takes it down even lower and is like oh well at least like my boobs haven't been shown to the entire high school or or at least I made it out of high school without the entire school seeing my boobs on video or something like that yeah it was just like so unneeded but like also did we expect anything else from them not really no they bring out very horrible sides to one another they really do it's bad and I was like oh no Ellie let's not slut shame um, and then like, and then, El- uh, Manny kind of storms, storms off. off and then Jesse just like, gr- is like more wine, please. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, Jesse, same. Yeah. Same, same, same. Um, and it is. And Craig goes an- after awkward. her and she's like, I can't believe she said that about me. And Craig's like, I mean, you did start it. Which is true. Which is she- true. But also, uh, yeah, they both like said things I shouldn't have said. <laughs> They both did. Uh, although she did start it. That is that is true. Ellie wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, that's very true. You know? She just lashed out because she was insecure. And exactly. So I, I'm actually kind of glad that Craig said that because I, I hate when people do that and are like just immediately take like their boyfriend or girlfriend or even just friend. Like I know that you want to take your friend's side, but like also call them out on their shit a little bit. Otherwise, yeah. you're not a good friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you will to yeah. that person um uh and then she kind of talks about the insecurity a little bit and she's like i don't like this like i need a boost like give me a boost and is like hinting about him giving her coke well like, she just like straight up reaches into his jacket and pulls it out yeah and she's like if you want me to hang out with your friends blah 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 and i'm like I'm like this is not gonna make you sound smarter manny <laughs> no also this is just not really how coke works i mean it, it is like they, sh- they are acting like they're on coke but also like not a dinner party kind of drug no like if you want to be like fun at a dinner party drink just wine drink with more. everyone else <laughs> or like 
if you want to like if you don't drink and you want to do a drug like get stoned like yeah that'll make you fun and mellow at a dinner yeah. party that'll like loosen you up like why aren't these people just like smoking weed don't do no yeah but the coke is a bad coke idea Coke is a terrible idea coke the fun thing about coke is that it makes you no fun at all to be around <laughs> like nobody wants to hang out with someone on coke unless they are also on coke true because coke makes you an insufferable asshole and then in the next scene, they're both on coke at the dinner table and they're all like hopped up and Manny's like, I mean, I just need to audition. And she's talking about her acting career. I don't really remember what she's saying, but she's like, like just very a lot. She is so much. And like because she breaks something. Oh, it's just. But it's Craig is also clearly like they did it together. And he's like, yeah, I know. Totally. Like I get it. It's like, and it's the example, like only two people on Coke can have fun together and everyone else is just not having it. Seriously. It is. Yeah. No, you're, you're not fun if you're on Coke and the other people you're with are not. Yeah. You are annoying. You think you're fun. You think you're the most fun (laughs) when you're not. You are the most annoying human. And, but then the next, it's the next. I don't hang out with finance guys. (laughs) Uh, but then the next day, uh, JT confronts Liberty about like how she about like the daycare and all the fucking shit. And he's like, stop making it so personal. Like you guys decided to give the baby up for adoption. I was there for you. I like tried to make you go to the doctor and no, no, no. I did the drugs to like support you. And it's like, oh, my God, JT. Like he's like he he's like, you're just mad because I'm happy and it hurts you. And I'm like, you know what, JT? You should be at least a little bit more considerate about her feelings. Like, you- when has JT ever been considerate about feelings? Well, never. But it's like, hello, dude. You're dating a teen mom, and you, like after you like went through this whole ordeal with your ex girlfriend, like you have to know, you have to know that that is like going to bother her. Like, I mean, Liberty is also not great with considering other people's feelings. No, not even a little bit. But it's like, come on, bro. Give her, like, at least, like, a little bit of a break. Also, your daycare idea is stupid. So dumb. And, but whatever. They get into, like, a little tiff. And, but I don't don't think it ever gets resolved. I think it just left it, like, you're not, you can't stand seeing me happy. And then that's over. Pretty much, yeah. Um, But then it also, then we cut to... Craig like waking up at Ellie's I think this is when he has his shirt off yeah I know because my next note is Jake Epstein and then I drew the heart eyes emoji <laughs> um but then um like, and they're like talking about I don't know what they're talking about like they have to go somewhere and then Ellie sees the coke out on his table and she's like um what is this and he's like also Ellie's like just so sweet and innocent for like seeing how they were that night and not immediately jumping to oh they were on drugs <laughs> and then he's like i like i didn't I, I didn't mean for this to get so out of hand like and she's like um excuse me like this are you doing coke and he's like no it's manny's and i'm like ah you asshole of course and that's the end of part 1 you dickhead and so then the next episode or part two part two ellie is at the core right. with jesse 
and she's like all out of it and she like and he like makes a comment about the title of her article which is the article about craig and he's like i hope that's not your final like head or whatever and she's like cool very supportive and she's like and he like makes a comment like i thought you'd want to write about craig because he like kind of sees what's going on and she's like well not right now i don't and Basically, Jesse is the only person that sees what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. And she's like, after I found Coke in his room this morning, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm not surprised. He, I think he's like, color me not surprised. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's not his. It's Manny's. And it's like, oh, you're in such denial, Ellie. <laughs> so much denial. He's like, no, that that doesn't really track. Yeah. Because he's the only one who gets it. And, and then Craig shows up, basically. Yeah. Or I think before Craig shows up, he's like, oh, but you have, I got you this interview with Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, like, yeah, he's like trying to make his girlfriend happy and also like getting an interview with Taking Back Sunday. And she is like their music person for the core. Right. But also I think he's trying to keep her away from Craig while he's in town. Yeah, but then Craig comes in yeah, and, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go. He's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go clean out Joey's garage. And she's like, I'll go with you. And Jesse's like, um, what about your interview? And she's like, it'll be fine. I can do both. Which like, no, you can't. Also, she does. She like says to Jesse, like, oh, I'm going to keep him away from Manny. Yeah. It's like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Because it's, it's your responsibility, Ellie. And... Then they're cleaning out Joey's garage, which I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, this is when they, like, explain away why Joey isn't on the show anymore. Yeah, he, like, he's moved cleaning out to his somewhere. garage because he moved to Calgary for no reason. And, um, but then well, as they're cleaning out this garage, Craig says something like, home is wherever your guitar is. Because I think Ellie makes a comment about how he travels so much. And then I threw up in my mouth <laughs> because, dumb. And it's Taurus. Go fuck yourself. Um, And then she's like, but you left your guitar here. (laughs) Which made me laugh. And he's like, I left a lot of things here. And I'm like, okay, Craig. And then she says something about how, like, she's always going to be there. Well, he's, like, talking about, like, how he came back and, like, it wasn't, like, the great, beautiful homecoming he expected. And basically, like, he's saying, like, you know, I expected everyone to welcome me with open arms, but everything's changed and everyone's different. And I'm like, no, you came back and you expected to have your pick of Ellie or Manny and Ellie has a boyfriend and you're upset. Because he, like, mentions Jesse. Yeah. And I'm like, you were just surprised that Ellie is single. You want Isn't single. Or isn't single, rather. Like, you... You wanted the double attention like you got back in high school. Exactly. Like, he didn't want to date Ellie or hook up with Ellie, but he did want her to pine after him. Yeah. Which is gross. Which is stupid. Um, But then she's like, oh, I have to go interview Taking Back Sunday now. You should come with me. Because like, no. that happens. Because he's like, oh, is the interview over? Yeah. And she's like, come with me. And I'm like, I hate this. So stupid. But then we're like in the forest. I don't know where they're in like a park and with Toby, Danny and Derek. And I'm like, I guess Toby hangs out with Danny and Derek now. And yeah, I mean, the I I was like, we've seen them hang out. And then I realized that was in a Degrassi mini. Oh, right. (laughs) And then um, and Danny's talking about how like he wants to change his name to LL Cool D, and it's like uh, I just wrote down LL Cool D. Go away, Danny. I hate that. I just Danny's the worst. And then they get approached. And then Derek's like, "No, that should be my name." And I'm like, "You're both you're terrible." Both 
And then they get approached by like these Lakers dudes and they're like one of the guys is the one who was being an asshole to Mia at that basketball game and the one that JT like slammed its mascot head into and so they're like oh where's your friend JT like we're at war with him now like we're gonna stomp his ass I'm like why do people talk like this no I just wrote dorks for days (laughs) because they are they're like they're like caricatures of like bad boys it's really funny it's It's like it's, it's kind of like how Jay is it was it's like also, it was like the, how Jay was in the beginning. I also don't understand like the random school loyalties. Yeah, part of it. That's the like weirdest Lakers part. is at war with the grassy, but that's it's the like weirdest part. These guys would not give a shit about their high school loyalties. No, 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 no. Like real actual like bad guy whatever thing like don't give a shit about school that's kind of the point exactly and also fucking yeah no they're so like beginning of jay kind of people true but also like just personally the the big bad nick he looks so much like this guy that my friend dated for a really long time who's like like i don't like him he's an asshole but like he's also just like the biggest like try hard dork that <laughs> like he's like euro trash but lives in america like he's the biggest try hard oh, dork um that i'm just like i cannot take any of this seriously because he <laughs> looks like that guy you know who he also you know who he kind of looks like speaking of the oc he kind of looks like a baby version of johnny from <gasps> the oc yeah. like with the hair totally yeah totally uh fucking johnny that was an annoying storyline hated that anyway so they're approaching they're like tell jt like we're at war with him dorks for days so stupid but then we are at the music venue where taking back sunday is and i think ellie comes in and is like oh i'm your friendly neighborhood reporter or something like that and adam lazar is like oh i'm your friendly neighborhood singer and i'm like oh my gosh shut up adam lazar <laughs> you and your dumb blonde hair oh his stupid bleach blonde hair I like why it. did you do that you were you like were attractive before you did that to your head i don't know and then craig comes in and is like oh wow like nice to meet you guys like make damn sure is one of my faves oh yeah he says faves i was like jesus christ also like craig be cooler be pick, cooler don't pick like their number one single don't <laughs> pick make damn sure pick like no. an older one pick something from not their most recent album like i just i'll i'll even take something as popular as like cute without the e like right pick something like a slightly deeper cut man yeah oh so love make damn sure cool good job oh my god so dumb anyway then um cute without the e-stack in my hand oh and he's and then he's like make damn sure is one of my faves and does is this when he's like i actually like did a really stripped down cover of it or something at one of my gigs he's like just an acoustic like it's kind of different i'm like yeah you and everyone else dude and then adam was like oh yeah i'd like to hear that it's like no he fucking doesn't no no nobody would want to hear that especially like the actual band no not even a little bit (laughs) No. I mean, I kind of want to hear that. I kind of want to hear it. But, like, Adam Lazara would not want to hear some 18-year-old kid's stripped-down version of Make Damn Sure. Fucking, Craig, just put it on YouTube. Yeah. All right? Seriously. Oh, so stupid. And then 
And then Jesse's like, um, Ellie, you need to get to the interview. And Ellie is like, oh, but what if we have time for a song? Whatever. And Jesse is just so like, pissed. we're on a fucking deadline. He's so pissed. And he's not having any of it. Like, he sees exactly what's happening and he's pissed. It's stupid. And then um, we're at school and uh, Danny, Derek, and Toby tell JT about the war he's in apparently now. Yeah. And also and- they're like... We kind of got beat up. And I was like, yeah, emphasis by kind of. You didn't, like, no one physically touched you. I'm like, maybe you were pushed. Like, yeah. Yeah, they kind of beat you up in that they threatened you. <laughs> so dumb. And then when they moved closer, a man saw you and shouted, hey. And then they scattered. <laughs> like, nerdy little cockroaches. Like, like for fuck's sake. And JT's like, why are they at war with me? Because of that stupid fight of the basketball game? And Mia's like, it's not just because of that. Nick is my ex or something like that. He's the, she's like, Nick is the jealous type. And he was like, oh, you used to date him? Is that the father of her child? No, it's not because we see the father later. Oh, right. Um, and it's stupid, but it's like an explanation, I guess. Um, but then the next, then we're back. Oh, wait, at- but also while this is happening, Toby's making a lot of jokes, but they're like also like serious, but mostly like jokes about like, they're going to murder you. They're going to murder us. <laughs> yeah! They're going to murder you. And I'm like, Oh, this is less funny knowing the future. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end. <laughs> we're so spoilery. Whatever. Um, They'll find out next episode. It's been 10 years. Uh, <laughs> Does it count as a spoiler if this aired 11 years ago? <laughs> well, it's about 10 years now. It's 2007 now. Oh, okay. I, I've, According to uh, the wiki. Um, but then we're back with Taking Back Sunday, and Ellie's me- interviewing another member of the band who's saying, like, one time Adam hit me in the head with his microphone. I'm like, that tracks because he swings that microphone around a lot. And... Then Craig like comes back and is like, hey, they're going to let me play with them at their next gig. And I'm like, that also would never happen. Never, ever. That also would never happen. And Jesse just... looks so mad because she missed her shot with Adam Lazaro, which is like the whole point. Exactly. So you stupid. have to interview the lead singer. And then, but it's like, he's not even opening for them. They break, it's like, oh, in the middle of the show, they're going to let me play a song. I'm like, that doesn't, it does not happen. That doesn't happen. No. 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 So stupid. Um, but then we're at Lakehurst and all like the bullies are coming out of detention. Yeah. Um, well, no, only Nick is coming out of detention. Oh, right. I wrote, They're of course he's in him. detention. They're all waiting. And that's when I rent these fucking goons. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they are. They're like cartoon. Like they're terrible. They're cartoon henchmen. They're they so totally dumb. are. They're so dumb. And then. Like, they're the least threatening. And then JT shows up and is like, so we're in a war? And they're like, and I'm like, does this actually happen? Like, no. no. And I'm like, it's like, he's like, oh, you want to rumble? It's like fucking the outsiders. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> like, but there are no, I guess. Wait, who are the, so JT so JT's the socials, socials, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Greasers. Jesus fucking Christ. I just, I can't. Um, and they're like, meet, we're going to meet at the tunnel tomorrow, like in the park or something. Yeah. And it's just so stupid. Well, at first he goes there to be like, hey, let's not yeah. do this. And then they call me a slut. Yeah. And he's like, he's oh, like, oh now no, it's on. my woman. Let's rumble. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, buddy. 
Get so it together. Stupid. Stay gold pony boy. <laughs> uh and then there and then we're at the core and I think Ellie is telling him or Ellie and Jesse are talking. Ellie's talking about how like Manny is a bad influence on him and he's like, um, I think it's the other way around. Like I used to have a friend who was a drug addict. I know what I'm talking about. And Ellie's like, No, you don't. It's not like Greg isn't wouldn't ever do that. Blah blah blah. She's like, shut up, Ellie. You don't know. And then and and Jesse like calls her out on her bullshit and she's cause she's like, You're just jealous of Craig and he's like yeah, I'm not jealous of the, like, failed singer-songwriter, which, like, failed is unfair because he's 18. He hasn't tried that hard yet. Yeah. And he's, like, that you're, like, st- that you still have a crush on. Like, that's just sad, which, like, it is. Yeah. Um, and then she storms out. Yeah. And then we are... Craig and Manny are... Oh, Craig and Manny are hanging out, and Manny's, like... Like, let's go out tonight. Let's go to the movies. Blah, blah, blah. And he, like, pulls out Coke. And he's like, let's have a party here. I have party favors. Which, anytime I hear party favors, I just think of um, private practice now. I think of Amelia and what's his name? I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh. Well, <laughs> he, he calls drugs party favors, like, all the time. Stupid. I'm like, this is dumb, but fine. Whatever. Um, But then, and she's like, no, like, let's just go out. And then he gets, he gets real snippy real fast. Well, no, he's, he, no, his, his exact words are, she's like, I, she's like, I felt really sick after and I, I don't want to do that anymore. And he goes, cool, that's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And she's like, please don't do this. Let's to go out and he's like i'm having the best couple of days of my whole life don't ruin it yeah and she's like oh and then she like gets up to leave and he's like what are you doing and she's like i'm about to ruin the best two days of your life because i'm dumping you and i'm like yeah manny fucking dump his ass do it so good for manny but he does not seem he and then she walks out and he like does not seem phased and he's like whatever i have my coke (laughs) pretty much because drug addicts um and then manny walks out and runs into ellie and Ellie, like, makes some kind of comment. And Manny's like, okay, well, he's your problem now. Like, have fun with the drug addict. Well, she's like... Or he has a drug problem or something. She... Well, so Manny is leaving. And Ellie comes in. And she's like, oh, Ellie, I have a present for you. I dumped Craig. Yeah. And then they have some sort of exchange where Manny's like, well, I'm not going to, like, spend time with a person who like only wants to do drugs or whatever and ellie's like don't you mean you and she's, she's like i think you have like have that confused it's the other way around and ellie's like what not, not ellie Manny's Manny's like, like what no and then she basically is like and and ellie's like well that's what craig told me and and manny's like um yeah that's what drug addicts do they lie exactly and i'm like yep that is totally true and then ellie walks in and is like I can't believe you lied to me. Or like, I don't know what's worse. Like the drugs or the fact that you lied to me about it or something like or, that. I think it's like, uh, I think she was like, I don't know. It's sadder. Like the fact that you lied to me or the fact that I like chose to believe you. Right, 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 right. And then he's like, I don't have a problem. Like I can stop anytime I want. It's fine. And she doesn't believe it. And he's like, she's like, I mean, you used to come to group with me. Like come with me tonight. Like we can get through this or something like that. And he's like, okay, um, because he he eventually folded and is like, I mean, I don't know what to do. And she's like, come to group and whatever. And then we're at school and Danny and Derek are handing out fucking flyers for this like rumble. And 
it's the stupidest. Like, why would you fucking do that? And then Jimmy and Spinner come over and they're like, um, don't do this. This is stupid. Like getting in fights is dumb. Don't do this. Yeah. And then JT and Mia, I think, is like, JT, what are you doing? This is stupid. And then JT's like, I need to be a man. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's just. It's, it's so dumb. I just like. I know that I'm supposed to care. I just don't give a shit. I just, I'm bored. I think it's boring. It's dumb. I don't care. Although Jimmy says something funny. Because they're like, are you going to come with us? And Jimmy's like, what, am I going to roll over their foot? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, Jimmy. And then, and when Spinner is telling you that something is a bad idea, you know it's the it's worst bad idea. idea. It's yeah. terrible. Don't do it. Um, but then Ellie is waiting for Craig at group. And surprise, surprise, he is late and doesn't show up. Or so she thinks. So they, like, start group, and then he, like, gets there and sees them in there, but then he bails because he's a drug addict and he doesn't want to deal with it. Pretty much. Like, he tries to open the door and it's locked, and he's like, well, this is too hard, yeah. and leaves. <laughs> and then... And then I think... um Oh, then they're at the park and Mia comes and is not happy about it. And she's like, this is dumb. You're not being a man. You're being an asshole, basically. You're being immature. And she's like, let's go. And they're like, "Okay, let's leave. But then poor Toby is like walking out of school and the Lakehurst guys are like, your friends never showed. And then they start beating him up. And I was like, Toby doesn't deserve this. He didn't want him to be a part of this at all. It's true. He does not deserve this at all. Poor Toby. Very sad. Um, but then the next scene, we see Taking Back Sunday performing Make Damn Sure. And it actually and sounds good. like they're performing live, and it's good. It is good. Like, it's, it's like usually on these shows, when they have an artist perform on the show, it's obviously like the the CD track play, that they're like lip singing to because yeah. it's like supposed to be part of the show. But it actually sounds like they recorded them singing, which is kind of cool. Yep. And they were good. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I saw them live, like, more recently than I'm proud of. Yeah. So. I saw them live in 2009. <laughs> I saw them live in June. <laughs> I wanted to see them live with you in June, but I was out of town. <laughs> I know. I was very upset about it. Um, But then Ellie goes backstage and confronts Craig about, like, why didn't you show up to group? Blah, blah, blah. And then and she, I like, goes looking through. Doing coke. Yeah. I well, she's. Well, no, oh, yeah, she looks through his pockets. Exactly, yeah. She's looking through his stuff, and she finds it, and then they fight, and she's trying to be a good friend, and she's like, either you stop or I call Joey, and then all of this goes away. You won't be able to tour anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then... And he's kind of like, why do you even care so much about this? And she's like, you know why. And she, and then she's like, don't make me say it. And then he kisses her, and it's like... Ugh. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And like, and I and I ship them, so like, I want this, but also but I don't. But it's clearly to like distract her. Exactly. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you, too. And I'm like, no, Ugh. my heart is breaking. And then he, she, he's like, so just give, give me the Coke. And she's like... He's like, just don't make me stop, is what he says. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And and then she kind of like storms out and is like, whatever, do what you want. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. But she still stays to see his show. That's true. Um, But then he goes up. He's gets pulled. He gets pulled up on the stage and he starts performing. But then his or actually after she leaves, he like does another line of coke. Yeah. And then. He gets pulled up to the stage, and but as he's performing, which sounds great, by the it way, it sounds doing, great. He's doing I, a really good. I job. couldn't remember what happened. I couldn't remember if he was like going to be too high to do it, but I'm like, oh, he's doing really well. But then I'm like, oh, 
as his nose starts to bleed. As his nose starts to bleed. And Taking Back Sunday notices first, and you can tell that they're, like, harshly judging. Yeah. Which, like, I know that they used to party. Yeah, but it's also just, like, embarrassing. It is It's, like, a lot of secondhand embarrassment happens because yeah. everyone's just like, oh, what's happening? And, and like, people... And it's like he's I'm not like, noticing. But, like, how are the people in the crowd even noticing? Like, they're not... Like, not everyone is close enough up to him to see what's happening. Yeah. And the I lights, mean, like, it makes it hard space, to see. Though. Yeah, but, like, lights make it hard to see that it's blood. And I also, there are, so, like, I mean, it's it's a cliche that, like, coke is going to give you a nosebleed. But a lot of other stuff will give you a nosebleed before coke will give you a nosebleed. Like, the air being dry. Or being, like predisposition to getting nosebleeds or like having an anxiety disorder but i think it also is the fact that he just he did not notice it until mm. people started to stare i feel like if you got a nosebleed you'd be like uh performing and be like wait what's happening and then be like oh no like my nose is bleeding like oh this is embarrassing like if it yeah, weren't maybe. drug related I mean, i'm just saying like he could have covered for it he exact he could have but he didn't because well, problem. because he's on drugs. Yeah. But I'm like, which there, is, there I think, are many, like, before someone jumps to that conclusion, like, I understand that it's, like, a rock show, so, like, they're going to. But I don't know. Like, my boss gets nosebleeds constantly because she has, like, she's just, like, really sensitive to, like, air. But doesn't she notice it right away? I feel like if you're, like, performing and it's just this blood coming down your face, it's kind of scary. Probably. I don't know. I'm just making arguments for Craig. But also, like... There's, like, adrenaline to performing that, like, you don't necessarily notice. Like, I guess anytime true. I do any public speaking, I, like, black out. Like, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm like, I get it. Like, the nosebleed thing. And it's, like, it's graphically interesting. And it's better than him, like, performing poorly. Because yeah. that seems, like, out of character for Craig. I'm like, I don't know. Nosebleed. Yeah. It's... It's very uncomfortable. Um, but then the next scene, it's the next day. It's like his nose bleeds and then he kind of trails off and everyone's like, oh my God, what's happening? Um, but then the next scene is the next day at school. And poor Toby shows up to school with a neck brace and his arm in a brace. And he's like, so, and he is with Emma and Manny and they're like, oh no, Toby, feel better. Like, we're here for you. They're taking care of him. Yeah. And everyone calls him Toby Tobes. Oh, I know. I kind of like it. It was like, <laughs> it was like three people in a row. It was kind of sweet though. I was like, oh, poor Toby. And JT is like, I'm going to get them back. And Toby's like, let it go. Please yeah, let it do go. me a favor and let it go. And he's like, okay, I will. And that's the end of that, that this plot. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> um, but then we're at the airport and Ellie hands Craig his ticket and he's like this is to Calgary you're going to Joey and he's like all right what are you here to make sure I get on the plane and she's like nope I'm leaving Mr. Simpson is here to do that um but then Craig kind of tries to sweet talk her back and he's like I'm really sorry I mean I really did mean those things and Ellie's just like stop don't like stop it no and Craig is apparently going to rehab now and Ellie is just Which is good. fed up. And he's like, he I mean, maybe after rehab. rehab. And she's like, no, don't talk to me. Which is fair. Yeah. I'm glad he's going to rehab, though. And I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I feel I feel for Craig because one of the one of the um, things that comes along with being bipolar is, um, I mean, along with like there are like weird side effects that you wouldn't really expect from something like that. Like it's not just like, Oh, mood swings and like being like whatever, but it's also, there's like little things that like 
are warning signs or like things that happen because you're bipolar that like you wouldn't expect like you are predispositioned to addiction and promiscuity and spontaneous behaviors and that sort of thing so it's like it's kind of expected that like without like while he's so young and figuring his shit out and like not under a tight enough leash really so i'm like i'm i'm glad that he's getting help because yeah definitely a lot of people just die that way Mm -hmm. um and then yeah yeah, then the episode just ends on his sad face poor craig and his sad face and poor ellie and her sad face because she's crying and like you know he's like i love you and she's like i just this is this is a nightmare no and i'm like do you though because like what were you doing with ellie this uh manny this whole time i keep switching them up yeah no i don't know yeah i feel like he's still trying to like get back on her good side and it's still a little manipulation-y yeah manipulative maybe that's an actual word yeah um but i don't know I think it's it's just because he's losing his friend and he's grasping and may and maybe he does actually feel that way too because he probably does a little bit yeah um but yeah then that's the end um we do have a YouTube comment real quick oh yeah so the first one is from Oscar Galvin one year ago that just says this episode should be called Dick Moves agreed and then do you want to do the next one oh yeah and this is from. Rusins five months ago, Nick has declared war on Degrassi, making this shit sound like a Pokemon brawl, <laughs> which is like the truth. I love it. <laughs> um, but okay, Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Ella, uh, I was gonna say Ellie, but I don't really think it's Ellie. No, Toby. There you go, Toby. I'm with you on that. Toby deserves totally it. Totally, Toby. Totally Toby. <laughs> totally Toby Tobes. <laughs> totally Toby Tobular. I don't know. Tobular Tobes. Um Yeah, I agree with that. Um ship. ship. I actually really shipped Manny and Craig before his spiral. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm also um fuck. I'm gonna yeah, I'm you know what? I'm gonna ship um Mia and JT. There you go. Because I think that if they work out that past bullshit, they're good together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moral of the episode. Um, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Is an obvious one. Um, drugs are bad. Be okay. emotionally manipulative. Yep. Don't get into fights with stupid goons. Doofuses. Violence is never the answer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we be, could like respectful of other people's feelings. I mean, I think we could leave it with two really classic dare slash GI Joe <laughs> things, which are don't do drugs. Violence is never the answer. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Um, great. Fine. Do we have any tweets? We do. We have a tweet from Daniel Craig at Daniel underscore Craig 88. Craig has two G's. No, I. FYI. Um, okay. He says. What are your thoughts on the addiction slash mental conditions that start slash end in an episode and are never mentioned again? I figured this one was appropriate for this episode because Definitely. Craig has a two episode uh, drug problem, drug problem and mean, Emma has that it's lasted longer. He was just not. We just didn't see it. Yeah. And, and Emma has a two episode anorexic anorexia thing. arc. I mean, I feel like they're not as 
inconsistent as they could be. Like they're they they do like bring stuff back, but the ones that they don't bring back, I'm I, I'm really yeah. annoyed by it. Like I just I wish that they took more time for stuff like that because exactly because like, in reality it's not like two episodes. It doesn't happen right away and like. Super, it doesn't happen that quickly. It doesn't happen that suddenly and that quickly. Exactly. And I think, like, having it off screen is such a cop out. Totally. Or just not showing it at all. Like, like do the work. Cancer plot was always a B plot. Fucking do the work. Just, like, include it. Find a way to make it happen if you're going to do it at all instead of just being, like, very issue of the week about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. I mean, it's definitely something that bothers me. The only me. thing that I think that they've actually. The only one that they've done a really good job with, I think, is Craig's bipolar disorder. Craig's bipolar disorder, and then also I would argue Paige's rape. That's true, and Paige's, yeah, so totally, totally. Um, all right. Um, so we also have a review, and it turns out that our resident straight guy Sean Quigley has finally left a review for us. Sean, how long have you been listening to this podcast and you just left? I think he was waiting for Darcy to get here, but she has been here for a little bit. Sean, come on. But I'm going to just read the whole thing because it's great because Because, Sean. Because he's a delight. (laughs) So the subject is biggest fan in class. Shout out to Sean and his hottest girl in class podcast, which we still need to be on, dude. Come on. Get it together. Um, But he says... (laughs) I once solemnly trotted through a barren wasteland of vapid audio swill until the day came when these Degrassi-savvy dames lifted me into the bright Canadian sun through their peak podcasting performances. (laughs) I love being called a dame. (laughs) (laughs) I once had to bury my passion for this particular teen melodrama deep inside. It was a lonely quest, my Degrassi viewing voyage. One which left me feeling as disconnected and alienated from the world as season five spinner. Alas, Holland and Kelsey came along, plucking this downtrodden panther from the streets and away from the garbage people. (laughs) And that has made all the difference. I'm now employed full time as the show's resident straight male correspondent. Shouts out. The wages and benefits package alone is something I could never even dream of. But the best part is finally getting to let my Degrassi flag fly and shamelessly announce to the world that I can do whatever it takes Thanks to the charity of the Queens. P.S. Sorry it took so long for me to review, but I just got an Apple product last week. Okay. That's terrible. And you guys already know me, Darcy, a spirited discussion about theology and the nature of forgiveness, perhaps, leading us to do something for which we will beg forgiveness. I trust you both and leave my fanfic future in your most capable hands. <laughs> Sean, you're the best. Oh, uh, gotta love you. Oh, you're just great. <laughs> and Kelsey, I believe it's your turn to do a review. So this is all on you. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, do you need time to think about it? Yeah, I just need to think for a minute. So we're in for a roller coaster because I don't know where it's going to go, but I know where I'm starting. (laughs) Perfect. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you are going to go to church camp. You're in high school. FYI. Okay. So (laughs) you are going to go to church camp and oh no wait. Darcy does summer camp. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. Okay. You're not in high school. Are you counselors? You're counselor. (laughs) Um, and you are like a little bit older than her, but not so much older than her that it's creepy. Like she's like at least 18. Um, but you guys are counselors, um, and you're going to help out at church camp. Um, I mean, I don't know why maybe 
a judge court ordered you. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, going to church camp, you are going to be a counselor and you like so you're like really not looking forward to it. Yeah, let's say that you're like court ordered. Um you're really not looking forward to it, but you're like, well, I I did shop a court ordered <laughs> summer camp counselor. It's my goddamn fan fiction. Why are you making him a criminal, though? I don't Because I feel like Sean wouldn't, like, be, like, cool, really excited to go to church camp as an adult. <laughs> I don't think if you were a criminal, they would let you, like, watch children as your community you service. Stop plot poking holes in my fan fiction? Do you not remember my spy? <laughs> You have chloroform. Actually, I don't know. You have darts. No, you have chloroform. <laughs> Maybe Sean wants to help the children. He went to camp as a boy. <laughs> oh, my God. You're poking holes in my fan fiction and ruining my life. I just don't want to ruin Sean's fan fiction with thinking of a criminal. <laughs> Who somehow was allowed to watch children? (laughs) All right, fine. Sean, you can text me later and let me know which one you prefer. Any fucking way. Whatever. You're going to church camp. (laughs) Reason unknown. Maybe he's in college and it's like he can get credit for it. Do you want to do the fan fiction? (laughs) No, go ahead. You have an idea. I don't. (laughs) All right. You're going to church camp. Reason unclear. <laughs> um, but you're not looking forward to it because you just aren't. Maybe he just needs a job. Sure, whatever. But either way, not super psyched about it. You're like, whatever, church camp. And then you get on the bus and you're like, this is going to suck. I'm going to be really bored. I'm going to have to talk about Jesus. I don't know. But then... <laughs> So you sit down at the front with your clipboard and your like, whistle and you're ready. And I don't know. That's what camp counselors do. Do they have whistles? Probably. I don't know. I'm painting a picture on. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And you're like, whatever, bored. And then this like. Making me be- think of the sound of music when you just like. <laughs> coordinates their movements to whistles okay sorry i'm done interrupting (laughs) Uh, okay and then this super hot girl gets on the bus and she's wearing like tiny shorts and she has majestic chestnut colored hair because she does say something she she, no (laughs) no don't be gross (laughs) we have plenty of time for that later um and then you're like oh my god Maybe church camp's going to be great. I don't know. And she, like, you guys kind of, like, make eyes at each other, and you do eye contact, and then she blushes and, like, walks away and, like, sits down on on the other side in the middle somewhere with her clipboard and whistle. (laughs) Okay. Just. I didn't say anything. I feel like counselors have whistles. It's how they get the order of all the screaming children. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe they do. I don't know. It's (laughs) It's been a while since I went to summer camp. Anyway, so, yeah, so you and this girl are, like, in. you're in charge of, like, the boy side of the camp, and she's in charge of, like, the girl side of the camp, and shenanigans ensue, and you're, like, sick of all the children, so you sort of delegate to, like, the younger counselors, and you're, like, just, just handle this. I need to, like, be <laughs> elsewhere 
like immediately this is my nightmare because also you haven't seen the hot girl in like days except for like at meal times because you're always like stuck with all the boys and she's stuck with all the girls so you're like fuck this i need to walk so you leave and he walked towards the lake there's a lake i don't know so you go and you're like sitting out there and then she walks over to you and she comes up behind you and she's like hey i like noticed you around i haven't seen you here before and you're like yeah it's my first year reasons unclear and then (laughs) and and she like sits down next to you and you guys like have a really nice conversation about like i don't know the meaning of life and god i don't know he wanted to talk about theology i have an idea good throw it in there so i don't know if that lake thing happens but hey, <laughs> stop poking holes. If he wanted to do the no, fan I fiction, actually, I actually, you could do the I fan actually, fiction. I just thought of something that I was inspired by the movie Heavyweights. So not that it's a fat camp, but there's just a scene in the, <laughs> in the movie. So you're in charge of the boys. She's in charge of the girls. And then like you kind of see her around. You have started to interact with her. Fine. The lake thing happened. You kind of bond a little bit. But Thank you. you. But you haven't had enough time to, like, really, like, talk or hang out or anything because you're so busy running your respective camps. And But then, like, in the middle of the summer, uh, there's a dance that is scheduled for the boys and the girls. It's, like, a little mixer. And... It's like a great time, but all but like all the kids are kind of young and they still don't really know how to act around like the opposite sex or whatever. I know I'm making this uh, heteronormative, but whatever. Anyway, you're at the dance and all the boys are on one side of the gym and all the girls are on the other side of the gym and like the music is playing, but nobody's dancing yet. So and you're just like, come on, guys, like I like I know you guys want to like talk to the girls like this is supposed to be fun but everyone's too chicken to do anything about it so then like a really cool song comes on and you're like you know what I'm gonna take matters into my own hands and you like get into the middle of the dance floor and you kind of start dancing you start breaking the ice and then you make eyes at Darcy and you like point at her and you like kind of beckon her toward you and you guys both start dancing and you break the ice and then all the kids start dancing and they're like, oh yeah, they start having a good time. And then once everyone, once you get the party started, you guys go step outside and then start having a heart to heart. And she's like, oh my God, that was like so cool what you did back there. Like that was really great. You're really great with them. And you're like, oh shucks, thanks. And then... You guys, now you have your time to, like, get personal and start talking. And then she kisses you under the moonlight, and it's beautiful. And, Kelsey, maybe you want to pick up where I'm leaving off because I don't know what else to say. I mean, I feel like that ends it. I mean, it's not too sinful. I made it pretty innocent. But Darcy's a pretty innocent chick at this point if she's at church camp. I mean... I mean, we could add, like, and then you do it, but, I mean. you do it, and you get caught, and you beg for forgiveness. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We usually don't get that (laughs) explicit in our fan fictions, but. Sometimes we do. No, we usually go with, and then you made out, and then, (laughs) I don't know, take it from there. Yeah, and then use your imagination. And then you're, like, the it couple of the summer, and it's magical. I mean, do they want to be the it couple as the oldest people at summer camp? Is that really the end goal? Is that the end goal here? I don't know. It's like a summer fling. Okay. (laughs) 
I don't know. I hope you liked it, Sean. We, I, like, I tried. We both tried. I kind of <laughs> took over. <laughs> I'm not going to do the next one. You still have to do the next one. Whatever. Fine. All right. Thanks for leaving the review, Sean. <laughs> it mainly just caused us to bicker, but... Fine. Good enough. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know what Holland you want hi- from me. Holland hijacked my fan fiction. You didn't know what you said. You didn't know where you wanted to do. You hijacked it. I was figuring it out. I'm sorry. It's I did okay. hijack it. That's okay. But I thought of heavyweights and then I had an idea. It's okay. You can have an idea and hijack it. It means that I can check Instagram. Uh, the real... Just peek behind the curtain again. Yeah, never pays attention to me. I, attention I wouldn't be surprised if time. I had launched into that story and said the whole thing, and you were like, "Wait, no, I have an idea," and said the exact same thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna keep reading Overheard New York. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. You're the best. We love you. We love you. You're our fave. Um. All right. I think that's all the grapevine we have, though. So, if you would like your own fan fiction, you can go on iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. And if you leave a review, we'll write you a super cool fan fiction. We probably won't fight in the middle of yours like we did in Sean's. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're fine. (laughs) We'll be all right. Um, We know we can make it through. We know Sean is fine with this. We I hope guess. Sean is fine with this. We're, we're giving Sean a, a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, Sean's cool at this, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's on board for our shenanigans. It's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, Sean, again. Anyway, if you want your own fact- fan fiction, just leave us a review and you can leave any kind of preferences. Whatever. Um, and other ways to be featured on the Grapevine segment is to tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Tumblr at whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can also email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. And I said we're on iTunes. And we also have a Patreon. So if you wanted to support us in any way, that would be super cool. We have different rewards for different dollar amount donations their monthly donations and if we reach our goal we will make bonus episodes about the degrassi minis because we've gotten a few requests to do that um so it'd be cool if you supported us if you want to no pressure <laughs> please um and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with the z at the end um, and what do you want to recommend? I'm actually going to recommend another book that I am in the middle of reading. Um, it's called Sweet Bitter by Stephanie Dandler. And it's a book about this girl who moves to New York after college and starts working in like this upscale restaurant. And it's set in 2006. And it's really good. It's kind of like an insight into cooking and food, the food world, and it's also kind of like rom-com-y. I don't know. It's really good. I like it so far. I'm in the middle of it. That sounds fun. Um, I'm going to recommend a podcast. Uh, it's called Wooden Overcoats. It is fiction. It's very funny. It takes place in on like a British 
island village um and it's about these two feuding funeral homes cool it's a really (laughs) good time i don't know it's funny it's a good time characters are really good it's really well voice acted 10 out of 10 would recommend nice yeah i've been doing a lot of a lot of podcast listening (laughs) all righty well i think that's all that we have but thank you for listening bye panthers bye panthers Mm -hmm.